Now, Nina, it's time to take a look at our featured mag of the day, which is, of course, NME magazine. And uh, we're starting off with Noel Gallagher. I have to say, Nina, see, with this one, um, I had to take out a lot of swearing. Um, <laughs> it kind of halved the article. Uh, oh. So it's not, it's not a long story. No, it's not. But what he did was Noel Gallagher stopped his gig in Melbourne earlier this week after being distracted by a fan blowing bubbles in the front row. The former Oasis man played a show at the Australian city's Margaret Court Arena on Tuesday when he took issue with a fan who had reportedly brought along a bubble machine to the show. Hey, El Houdini, someone actually brought a bubble machine to the gig, Gallagher said, according to sources. You're a magician, he added. Why don't you make the bubbles disappear then? Did you pay to get in or did you magic yourself through the door? If you bought a ticket, you're a beep magician. He Later he reportedly added, if they mention in the review of this gig that I had a bubble machine on stage, you're in big trouble. Last week saw Gallagher cancel a show in New Zealand after his equipment was delayed on a flight from South America. Noel also appeared on Australian daytime TV show The Project over the weekend for an interview in which the programme failed to bleep him out after he swore. Gallagher was asked about dealing with major record labels and awards which he admitted his um, mantelpiece is chock-a-block with the beeping things in a pre-recorded interview. But when it went to air, producers on the show failed to beep, bleep out the swear word. See, they don't have a built-in bleep machine like you do, Nina. They don't, they don't, and they should, and they should pay for me to go over there and teach them. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, you've you've obviously got the vocation. Yeah, I think you should get in touch <laughs> with them and see yeah. if you could beep out any of their... Uh, you know, future interviewees that might want to swear. I think you're right. And I can say, hey, El Houdini, do you need a beat machine? I think that's a hilarious thing that he said. Why would you call anyone El Houdini? I don't know. It's good, though. I'm going to call you that from now on. El Houdini. You're going to call yeah. me that. Brilliant. I am going to call you that all the time. Fantastic. The daily El Houdini lunch. <laughs> Fantastic. Why would you take a bubble machine to a gig, though? So bizarre. And also, don't they go through bags? And say, you know, normally in concerts they go through your bags. I mean, not that it's like bad. You know, I don't think you can kill anyone by bubbles, but still, surely you'd it's still irritating, their, isn't it? Yeah, you'd question their reason for bringing it in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's like Who you knows? know, somebody, somebody. The last time I went to the Oasis, somebody had mm -hmm. a a tambourine with them, and it's all I could hear. And do you know, Ian didn't hear it until I actually turned around and said, "That tambourine's really doing my head in now." And it was only it was only when I pointed it out that he got really irritated by it too. Uh, but we couldn't see it anywhere. I didn't know where oh. it was. But yeah, somebody brought a tambourine. It's like, leave That's your annoying. instruments at home. Exactly. Anyway, That's listen, this is an interesting story. Um, I don't know if I'd like to stay overnight here or not, to be honest. <laughs> but this is a, a chainsaw mass Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of themed barbecue <laughs> park. <laughs> Brilliant. The infamous gas station that provided the backdrop to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been turned into the world's first horror stroke barbecue resort. It was emerged today. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, written and directed by Tobe or Toby Hopper, became infamous for its graphic depiction of cannibalism upon its release in 1974 and has widely been regarded as one of the, of the most influential horror films of all time. In the film, a group of teenagers get lost and end up seeking help at the Last Chance gas station. To the teens' horror at the fueling station, which also doubles up as a barbecue joint, they discover Drayton Sawyer and his family of cannibals, 
who look to turn any visitors they have into actual food. According to the Guardian, after lying closed for years, the last chance gas station will reopen to visitors as a theme park homage to the horror franchise. Ohio businessman Roy Rose reportedly loved the horror film when he watched it aged 10 and last year bought the property before moving to Texas to work on restoring it. He has also brought Ari Lehman on board, who played the first Jason Voorhees in the 1980 slasher film Friday the 13th as a creative partner. We're going to build a horror barbecue resort. We're going to put cabins in the back for all the fans who want to come and stay the night, Rose told local news last year. The refurbished landmark will feature a merchandise store, cafe, a gig space and a cinema screen for showing the movie itself. The Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre gas station is expected to open in mid-July, according to the project's Facebook page. Meanwhile, in November 2015, Gunnar Hansen, the actor who played the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's iconic villain Leatherface, has died at the age of 68. Hansen died on Saturday after a battle with pancreatic cancer, his agent confirmed. He is survived by his partner... Oh, dear, oh dear. Sorry about that. There was a little kind of weird thing went on there with the connection, but we've got you back now. Um, yeah, that's it's a really strange thing, Nina. I don't know if I would be really comfortable with going and staying the night there. <laughs> no, exactly. I agree. And also, I don't know if I'd be comfortable eating the barbecue. No, me neither, actually. I never it's thought a bit about of a that. Weird one. <laughs> like, who or what would you be eating? I know, exactly. But it is a brilliant idea. I can't believe it's taken anyone this long to actually do to... something about yeah, it yeah it's such a hilarious idea but you would also think if there was a family of cannibals um mm. that were running a gas station and it was called the last chance gas station would you not kind of like would word not get about yeah exactly <laughs> everyone went they'd be dead <laughs> i suppose but you know i've seen the texas chainsaw massacre or i've seen some of it anyway i had no idea there was a gas station and or a family i thought it was him on his own so obviously i was not paying attention no, I, do you know something? I don't think I have seen it or I've I've maybe started watching it and thought, oh, this is mm. awful um, yeah. and turned it over. I'm not a big horror fan. You like horror uh, movies, don't you? I don't love them, but I will watch them. Yeah. If push comes to shove. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather not. Do you know what it is? I can't stand the sound of somebody being tortured. It just... Oh, no, yeah. yeah it, so. it just really gets to me. So, yeah. Anyway, listen, we'll, we'll leave that there. I don't think I'll be booking a holiday uh, out to Texas for that one, but um, no. I, it'd be great to know if anybody did go out. I'd love to hear what it, you know the reviews. Mm. Anyway, listen, time for one last story from NME magazine, Nina. Former X Factor judge Talisa Contostavlos has been charged with drink driving and dangerous driving following an incident in London last year. The pop star and former N-Dubs member is alleged to have crashed a Ferrari outside Southgate tube station last September. The alleged incident is said to have taken place on September the 10th, with the car believed to have crashed into an elderly couple's Saab. Contostavlos is due to appear in court to face the charges this Monday. If convicted for drink driving, she could be banned from driving for up to a year, while dangerous driving carries a mandatory minimum one-year ban. A Metropolitan Police spokesperson said a woman has been charged with drinking offences, uh, driving offences, sorry, following a collision on, on September 10th, 2015, outside, outside Southgate Underground Station. In January 2015, Contostavlos lost an appeal against her conviction for assaulting a man at V Festival 2015. 
she was found guilty of hitting celebrity blogger Savas Morgan last year and immediately began the appeals process. However, a judge upheld the conviction. A separate trial involving the singer facing drugs charges collapsed in a court in 2014 after Judge Alistair McCreeth stated that he believed prosecution witness Maza Mahmood had lied to the court at a pre-trial hearing. Dear, oh dear, she's not been out of trouble in no, the last few years, has she? she? Hasn't. No, yeah. she's been, been a naughty girl. Yep, absolutely. Okay, listen, thank you very much, Nina, for taking us through the current issue of NME magazine. And don't forget, if you want to get the current issue, it is out now. So uh, please do go out and get it if you can. If you can and you want to take a look online, they've got a fully accessible website. It's nme.com.